friends, and welcome to the CU Insight Network podcast. My name is Lauren Culp. I'm the publisher and CEO at cuinsight.com. And it is my job on our show to have conversations with all of the thought leaders who support the credit union community. We get to have these great conversations, identify some of the issues that are really affecting credit unions, and then have a discussion on those best practices that exist so that we can all learn from one another, improve our credit unions together. My guest on today's show is Leslie Decatur, the Senior Director for Payments, Edge Marketing, and Advisory at FIS. I'm so excited to have her with us today. Leslie, thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Awesome. Well, let's jump right into the conversation. I'd like to start with a little bit of background on you. So I know most of us didn't really grow up thinking that someday we would get to work with credit unions. I'm curious, what did you want to be growing up? And then what was your inspiration to take the gig as the Senior Director of Payments Edge Marketing and Advisory at FIS? Well, I knew early on that I wanted to pursue a career in business. And 25 years ago, I started my payments journey at the financial institution where I had been a customer for most of my life. They had such a great culture and had provided me with excellent service. So I chose uh, to pursue a position in their management training program, and it's worked out so well. My career has grown through acquisition. So I've worked for five different organizations without ever leaving. I've just been able to make the transition each time through the integration, and that has really been a blessing. Um, I actually built the Payments Edge Marketing and Advisory Program 16 years ago, and I brought my team and program to FIS from WorldPay two years ago when we merged the companies. That's incredible. I love to hear when folks are able to sort of build or sort of be an entrepreneur, even beyond just an entrepreneur, but like really building new things inside of the organization. So let's, let's pretend that you and I meet at a conference in person. Hopefully we are able to do that sometime soon. Give us your elevator pitch on what FIS is and, and where you add value to credit unions. That's really exciting because still being only two years into my FIS journey, um, I continue to be impressed every day by the organization and the quality of the people that I work with. Um, we are really the premier fintech in the world with an amazing product set and staff committed to giving exemplary service to our credit union customers. Um, We recognize the uniqueness of the credit union model and deliver services to meet those specific needs. Uh, The merger with Heritage WorldPay brought additional bench strength and commitment to continue our strong support of credit unions in our portfolio because Heritage WorldPay really specialized in the credit union space. So it's a fantastic marriage. And that's wonderful. Well, we know growth. It sounds like there's been a lot of growth at FIS. Growth for credit unions themselves is so important too. And I know debit and credit card portfolio performance is really a key piece of that puzzle today. So FIS offers some analytics to help credit unions better understand that portfolio performance. Can you talk about how FIS can really support credit unions growth strategies in this way through that debit and credit card portfolio? Absolutely. We all understand the importance of data. Um, It's the biggest buzzword, I think, of the last 10 years. And my team plays a critical role in distilling data into something that's very manageable, digestible, and actionable um, for credit unions. We produce something called the Payments Edge Monthly Portfolio Report. And this is just one aspect of the many data solutions within FIS. We have a whole arm called Ethos that creates fantastic 
data strategy and products as well. But in my specific world, uh, the monthly portfolio report has been quite a game changer. Um, it's the key to really unlocking the opportunity within any debit or credit program. It's fully formatted. It's a multi-page analysis, which details benchmarking, key performance indicators, peer performance, and depicts specific segments that offer maximum potential for growth. And that's really the key. Um, the key to data utilization is taking action on the data, which is the payments edge specialty. I love that. Taking action on the data is so important. I know credit unions are sitting on a whole a sort of host of data, but making sure that we actually put it into action is critical. Marketing too is a really big element when it comes to some of the debit and credit card offerings that our, our credit unions have. Do you have any advice for credit unions on how they can really enhance, whether it's penetration, activation, usage, retention? And then I'm curious, does, does this work for credit unions of all sizes? So what about some smaller credit unions? So advice across the board for credit unions and their debit and credit card portfolios. And then does that work for everybody? Well, this is something I could talk for hours on end because this is my passion and my background. I came from running several very large national portfolios and built the Payments Edge program based on those best practices looking across the organization right down to the branch level and understanding your sales process, understanding your member and pulling any levers from a grassroots perspective, make sure that the card is being offered appropriately. Make sure that you're dotting all those I's and crossing all those T's because that's very important. If you aren't doing everything that you possibly can at the branch level, then you're not going to maximize your marketing program when you move forward. The program that I've developed is fully scalable and performs equally well for small community credit unions up to very large national portfolios. Um, I would recommend taking a really deep dive into your analytics, understanding your opportunities using whatever reporting is available, and then you need to map out a strategy to address all of your goals and then execute regularly and frequently. Um, you need to plan way ahead, at least six to eight months in advance, and map out a full annual calendar so you don't miss. Um, if you don't work that far in advance from a marketing perspective, it'll creep up on you and you'll miss an opportunity. And once you've missed that, you can't go backwards and reactivate or find those new users. Um, we find that pay-for-performance, one-time incentives based on activation and usage behavior. And we also offer them for acquisition now, in addition to all the different rate promotions are particularly effective. Well, that's awesome. I, I so agree with you in terms of there's no going back in time. So <laughs> it's really critical that we're planning ahead as we're, as we're thinking about all of the different ways that we can reach potential credit union members, existing credit union members. I want to switch gears a little bit. I know you're passionate about member service. And of course, all of our credit union listeners feel the same way. I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas on how credit unions can really build on the focus that they already have in member service and maybe reach even higher levels of it for their communities. Well, I'm going to start out by speaking to how my personal team takes care of our Payments Edge subscribers. We are incredibly member or customer centric. We are very unique in that <laughs> you can pick up the phone and reach one of us. You can reach us by email or text. We're accessible and knowledgeable. And the most important thing we do 
is take care of our Payments Edge subscribers on a daily basis. Um, so not only do we help grow portfolios, we help retain FIS customers. So I, I come from a, a very passionate service background, and I think it is absolutely the most important thing you do. You take care of your employees, and they will take care of your members. It's also important to understand your membership, talk to them, um, conduct focus groups, special branch events, use surveys, um, regularly reach out for feedback from your branch staff. Let them be stakeholders on your product development. They're on the front line. They're going to know what your members are asking for. So never assume or take anything for granted. Study your competition, all of your competition, from local credit unions to large national banks. Look at their product sets, specifically digitally these days. And then work with your processor to right-size your offering. That's incredible. I, I love too the concept that you brought up uh, of investing in your people to really make sure that you're that you're all investing in that member service member experience. And kind of piggybacking on that idea, I know you also have a passion for developing and maintaining those strong client relationships and you talk about being accessible. Tell me more about that. How do you develop those and, and maintain those really strong client relationships? You know, I think our secret to building those strong bonds is quite simple and repeatable. Uh, we consistently deliver strong results. We have a very results-based program with incredible return on investment. And we deliver that through an effective process, which makes it easy for Payments Edge subscribers to complete all of their campaigns, understand their reporting. Um, we do about 98% of the work. And most importantly, we're accessible, we're competent, and we really care. That's incredible. Well, I, I know definitely, uh, you know, looking for organizations who care, who are good at what they do. That's, that's a big thing that credit unions are looking for and some of the folks that they're partnering with. We know that FIS is a really innovative company and there's a lot of disruption in financial services, especially over the past few years. We know that the pace of change is continuing to increase. And so I'm curious overall, what trends are you really seeing and where is FIS's focus when it comes to innovating overall to meet these challenges? That's a great question. You know, we're seeing evolving member expectations for payments, primarily. Expectations changed exponentially during the pandemic with a focus on flexibility and convenience. And in response, we are enhancing the importance of that change and our speed to market. We also, going back to an earlier topic, see the increasing demand and use of data and analytics. Um, data and analytics accelerated due to the increasing shift to digital, creating new payments use cases, whether it's personalization or fraud. And FIS has fully embraced that shift and we're developing according to that path. We also see the emerging crypto and blockchain capabilities. Crypto and blockchain are becoming much more mainstream driving FIS to evaluate future use cases, whether it's in payments or wallets or rails. Um, reducing friction in business-to-business -business payments um, is incredibly important. Uh, those payments right now are complex, they're costly, and they're inefficient with the existing systems. And we're one of the early players in disruption and improvement. You know, truly, FIS is focused on building a seamless client experience. 
crafting a journey rather than just pushing product to market. We, we sell very in a very consultative manner. We only want to build the appropriate products for our clients and make sure that we're offering them in a timely manner at the right price. We have an integrated ecosystem that allows us to deliver product innovation with speed at scale. And we're creating partnerships with top niche digital providers. And that's a key part of our strategy. So our focus truly um, is on flexibility, speed. We want to future-proof everything and simplify. Incredible. Well, I know there's so much need to make sure that we're constantly evolving and innovating what we offer as credit unions. And it, it sounds like FIS is definitely taking the lead in that and, and making sure that everything that you've got going on is is going to be something that credit unions want for the future. And it sounds like you're busy. <laughs> so if there was one thing that you think credit unions need to do better to stay relevant in, in this fast-changing financial services marketplace, what would that be? You need to offer appropriate digital solutions, whether it's contactless, tokenization, the pays, wallet technology, buy now, pay later options. These are all must-haves. We've moved so quickly over the last two years and your members need um, these. They're not just conveniences um, in our new normal, they're requirements. So you really need to take a hard look at your digital solutions. That's so true. And I know as we're kind of seeing consumer preferences change, a lot of consumers are equating good digital experiences with good member experience overall. So I think that's can't be overstated for credit unions to really think about. As we wrap up the show, I'd like to have some fun with some rapid fire questions. Let our listeners get to know a little bit more about you. And the questions are rapid. Your answers don't have to be though. So we're going to go ahead and dive right in here. What is a recent purchase that you didn't know you needed that has become something you cannot live without? (laughs) I don't know about the rest of you, but I buy way too much on Amazon. And I found a neck reading light. It hangs around your neck. (laughs) allows you to read in bed or on a plane. It's wonderful. I mean, you can walk around the house and dim light and see everything. Everyone's getting one for the holidays. I absolutely love it. So I think, I think that's my favorite new purchase that I wouldn't want to live without. That's incredible. A neck reading light. All right. Check out Amazon, everybody. <laughs> when you hear the word success, who is the first person that comes to mind for you and why? You know, um, truly Colin Powell, someone that I've I absolutely admired. He was such a strong, effective leader and a uniting force in our country. And, you know, I really hope that he rests in peace. That was a sad loss for us this week. Absolutely. All right. A random question for you. What are you listening to on Spotify or on any other uh, music or podcast platform? <laughs> well, I'm an Amazon music okay. lover as well. And uh, I've been on a Rod Stewart kick, probably dates me, but uh, really loving his duet, I Don't Want to Talk About It, with Rod and Amy Bell. Um, you can check that out on YouTube. It's it's really amazing. So that's Wonderful. my favorite. I'll have to check that out too. And we'll link to that in the show notes here for everybody listening. <laughs> Any books that you have gifted or that you think everyone should read? Oh, I'm a big reader. So that's, that's a challenging one. I think I'd have to... They'd both be by Barbara Kingsolver. The Poisonwood Bible is... Fantastic. But I think her Animal Vegetable Miracle is my favorite. It's an autobiographical account of Barbara's family. um, And they spent a year 
eating local and growing the majority of their own food. They could only choose one item in their diet that didn't come from their farm or local wow. providers. It's really life-changing and it's very well-written. That's incredible. Well, we'll link to that here for everyone as well. Uh, let's say that the calendar is empty. What would you do to unwind outside of work? <laughs> well, anybody that knows me knows that my passion is my horses. So I ride and train my dressage and three-day eventing horses. Um, and then if that's all set, I'll do a little yoga practice or read. Also one of my favorites. Incredible. I love that. Well, like I said, we're going to link to everything that we talked about today in the show notes. But my last question for you before we wrap up here is any final thoughts that you'd like to share or final asks that you have of our listeners today? Yeah, I'd really like to thank you for listening and for the opportunity. You share a special relationship with your members. Listen to their needs, respond effectively and empathetically, and they'll be members for life. And pay special attention to the digital enhancements that we all demand for safety and convenience in today's new normal. Incredible. Well, thank you again, Leslie, for being on the show. It's been so great getting to chat with you, learn a little bit more about what you do at FIS and all of the great things you guys have going on over there. Really appreciate your time. And to all of our listeners today, stay well. Thanks so much for tuning in to the CU Insight Network. And we will talk to you again next time. Take care. Take care.